Hey, everybody. My name is Justin Murphy, and this is the Other Life Podcast, where I talk with indie creators, digital hustlers, and unique internet personalities about how to escape from institutional conformity and succeed on the internet instead. To learn more about the Other Life Project, go to otherlife.co. That's otherlife.co. And if you like what I'm doing, I just have one quick favor to ask. Please go and just leave a review in iTunes. It really helps others find the show, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much, and a big shout out, especially to my patrons. I could not do this without you all. So thanks. And now, on to the show. We're live. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Other Life Podcast, the best podcast on the planet. Yeah, hit that, hit that record. We'll get some extra sweet audio for the podcast, some extra clean audio for the podcast when this uploads. Thanks for coming out, everybody. We got a jam-packed schedule of topics and materials to be analyzing and reacting to. Thanks to Ben for helping me get that together. It's all okay, Ben? Yeah, it looks good. All right, Everything excellent. So, uh, yeah, any news from you, Ben? How's your life holding up? It's going really well. Uh, just going through the motions with school, um, out of crisis mode. We're not being attacked anymore at our place. Yeah, first order of business, actually, is that Texas has lifted all regulations or um, prohibitions, let's call them, on COVID-related issues, right? We can now go all 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 businesses are open, right? That's right. Well, I think it starts the 10th. Oh, it starts on the 10th. Wednesday, is it? Yeah, I think Wednesday is when it what's today the eighth eighth, okay cool so texas very soon is totally back to normal i love it i love the spirit of american you know liberty risk taking people are worried stay home i totally support that if you're not worried if you're like me and you think you're invincible then go out have fun hi r get covid maybe die but men generally want to die that's true men have real men have a death wish yeah or I don't want to be crass about this because I know there's a lot of young men out there listening to this. I'm not encouraging this. I'm not glorifying this. I'm just saying that most healthy men have a certain contempt for risk and for, for, for death. And we even on some level want, it's almost as if we want to die. We want to constantly expose ourselves to, to death. And it's just a part of being a man. So I'm glad that Texas is going to allow men to be men and not coddled homebound home arrested it's interesting how they chose uh to do this on international women's day or i guess month right it's a whole it's, women's month and they okay chose to drop you think there's a connection there i think there is there has to be <laughs> okay i don't know what it is yet all right so that's the first order of business but while you're here first of all i have to remind you all please do subscribe to the channel and click the little bell so you get notifications we got to get ben his tendies so we got to get those subscriptions nice. up so Remember, no I have pressure. a I have a running challenge for Ben right now that if he can get the the YouTube subscribers to double in the next three months, I'll give him five thousand dollars. By the way, Ben, a little update on this. Yeah, it, I do not think we're on track to hit the goal. Oh, what do you mean? <laughs> so far, just extrapolating from the growth we've had over the past week or two, it's been good. But we I, we volatile, might have, we right? need to it's dig like a little the... deeper, be more creative. Or you oh, all okay. listening out there, watching out there, need to subscribe at a higher rate. Uh, or Ben is not going to hit his target. Uh, for the, in, for three months from now when he graduates university and hopefully I'm going to be able to that's going to be when I pay him properly and get him on the payroll 
but uh, only if we can get the growth up. So subscribe well, that's why to the we channel. need more. We need more input from you guys. We need you to text this number. Yeah, that's the other thing. If you want us to react to certain things or you want us to talk about certain things on the podcast here, please uh, send it to me via text. It literally goes to my phone and uh, there's the number on it. Can you read it out, Ben? Uh, the number is 303-529-2047. Yeah, text me. I will receive it. And Can I'll you call I'll, the number I'll text you back. Just text? I think it's just text. Okay. I can't be calling with people all the time. Or like voicemails, I, I can't leave a voice message. I think you can leave a voice That'd be cool. that recording could be or a voice memo. You could like play the recording. Yeah, people are, I think you can leave a voice memo. At yeah. least I know that I can send voice memos. Nice. Um, but yeah, text me, hit me up, and I will reply, and you'll have me in your phone. So, all right. What else we got, Ben? What's on the menu? Well, we've got, yeah, we've got really good content to uh, go through today, I'd say. There's a lot of current events in the news. Um, a lot of weird stuff. Uh, I guess it's not too weird. It's pretty typical of this day and age, but a lot of race focused topics. Okay. Hit me. Thanks. Okay. So, uh, first on the list is, uh, the, the, uh, controversy, I guess, surrounding the Royal family in England with, uh, Meghan Markle. Is that her name? Yeah. The, uh, the wife of, is it Harry Prince Harry? I don't know much about the, the Brits. I think that's family. right. Harry. Yep. Yeah. You 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 probably know much more because you live certainly no authority. I did live in England for almost six years, but I never got wrapped into the the love and adoration the British people have for the for the royal family. I obviously was exposed to it maybe a little bit more than the average American for that reason, but I'm happy to give my opinions or my reactions. Yeah, okay. What's going on? Okay, so this week it seems uh, Meghan Markle and Harry they were on uh, Oprah, um, and. There was a very uh, risque interview where Megan kind of revealed that she uh, wanted to kill herself over um, some unsavory I shouldn't, I shouldn't remarks. Laugh about that, uh, yeah, leveled out at the at the race of her child, um, possibly, or I guess it wasn't the race, but the skin tone. There was some okay. worry about the skin tone of the child, so her being mixed race. Um, I think. Um, okay. So we have a clip of this interview. And, uh, All right, so let me give a little bit of background on Meghan Markle for people who don't know before we watch this clip. So Meghan Markle married into the royal family through marrying Prince Harry, but she's an American woman, and she's half black, I believe. Her, I, I think her mother is Af African, uh, and her father is white, I believe. So she's uh, mixed race is part of the background here, but the I think even more interesting part of the background related to Meghan Markle that my audience might be interested in is that, she, well, two things. First of all, she's American, uh, but also she's an, she's like an actress. She's kind of like from the beginning of her career, she's really an entertainment and kind of a professional clout chaser type of, of persons. Uh, I mean, maybe that's oh, a wow. bit harsh. Maybe that, I don't know if that's really? true. Maybe that's, she's maybe that's a bit harsh, but she's like from LA acting. Oh, really? She's from, she's like oh, from LA acting actress circles. Um, so just that's important background, okay? Yeah, and she's so American, cool. right? So yeah. let's with that is with that in mind, let's let's watch the clip. Let's watch this. Clip number one. In those months when I was pregnant, all around this same time, so we have in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security, he's not gonna be given a title. And also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? <laughs> I love that so good. And you're not going to tell me who had the conversation? Oh. I think that would be very damaging to them. Well, what is particularly uh, striking is what <laughs> Megan shared with us earlier. 
uh, is that no one wants to admit great. that there's anything. Okay, my, I mean, Oprah's my, looking good. My, my first question to this would be, what were they saying about the child's skin? Like, notice how the content of the conversation is not relevant. It's just like, basically, um, the fact that someone at some point talked about it. I mean, it's an interest. Isn't it an interesting question? It doesn't even have to be politically charged, right? It can be like, uh, I mean, if you're gonna, Ben, what do you think? If you're gonna have a child with a uh, mixed race woman, wouldn't you and your wife probably have uh, discussions just like out of curiosity? Like, oh, I wonder what the skin tone is going to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Just an interesting, just like you would so. wonder, I wonder if it's going to be a boy or a girl. Yeah. Right. So on the face of it, nothing yeah, I've heard. So nothing I've heard so far is necessarily bad. It, I mean, hold on, hold this, hold up. Okay. We're getting some comments in uh, about the audio. Oh, great. Fuck. What's the problem now? ID audio is slightly off sync. Is is it still off sync, everyone? What the fuck happened to the sound? All right, so it's someone, okay. It's good now. Okay, there it goes. Oh, all right. Well, hopefully it's good. Let us know if it's. Oh, uh, maybe you muted me when you did it. No, I didn't. No, no, I muted myself and then kept myself muted a bit. All right, might have just been a temporary blip. Yeah, Let us okay. know if there's a problem. Yeah. Um. Okay. In any event, all right. So that's my first instinct here. Is there another key oh, clip? Oh, shit. He said it went muted when the clip went on. Okay. Oh, so could you not hear Justin's commentary? All right. Yeah, you probably muted me then. It's okay. Fuck. No, Sorry. it's fine. I'm, I'm number two. Oh, my God. Yeah, just remember that. It's okay. Oh, God. Thanks, everyone. We'll, we'll work on that. No big deal. Uh, ben is still getting <laughs> Ben is still getting acquainted with how technology works. Uh, but this is why shot man. This I is, need to kill myself. That's this, what no, I mean. stop, stop. This, this is, is but this is up. why I'm. This is just why I'm not paying you yet. Yeah, because uh, exactly. you're still training. You're in a training period. All right. Um, you said men want to die. So I'm fulfilling <laughs> but, the male role. Well, men want to be exposed to death, possibly. Yeah. Uh, but they also want to escape it. That's sure. that's what I think. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So anyway, are, are, is there another clip we should watch, or is that <laughs> is this enough of a taste? Should I, I don't know. Should I comment on it now? I I'd say let's go through it. Maybe it'll reveal what they actually said, like what the context was. All right, we'll watch um, a little more. Let's see about race, or that race has played a role in the trolling and the vitriol. Mm -hmm. What was that conversation? That conversation, <laughs> I'm never going to share. Um, okay, then why are you the doing time, a fucking interview? They're not the going to tell us anything. I was a bit shocked. All right, pause um, it. I'm fed you, up. Can you tell us what I'm fed up with this already. I don't want to listen anymore. Look, I'll tell people everything they need to know about this. You might even be wondering, why am I talking about this on my podcast, Justin? You're a philosopher. You're a scientist. This is not the typical fair for the Other Life podcast. Well, the reason I allowed this to be included on the roster for today's topics is because here's the thing you might not realize about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. They're actually content creators, primarily. Like, that's their career now, okay? What what you're watching here is not of interest. Like, what they're actually talking about is not of interest. But what's going on here, the PSYOP we're being subjected to is interesting. And it's interesting from my perspective because you all know I'm, I'm very interested in, you know, the creator economy and how, how the nature of influence and power is changing very rapidly before our eyes today. So let's break this down. The royal family, right? This is arguably the most traditional form of prestige cultural capital imaginable. But Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are basically they've defected pretty much from the from the royal family. They 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 do a podcast like that's their thing. They do TV shows and podcasts uh, because they've kind of been disowned from the royal family in a way. 
and it, it's partially they've kind of chosen to you know drift away from it uh but also they've kind of been disowned it's kind of been a combination of the two and they don't even get many resources from the royal family is my understanding they're kind of like the uh you know disowned like redheaded stepchild of the royal family and they i think spend most of their time in america now if i'm not mistaken and so they're just content creators like that's what they are uh they're they're basically vulgar uh coattail riders cashing out the cultural capital of the british crown for like v basic bitch internet clout uh they do podcasts they they have like a contract with spotify or something uh, like that you got to get them on otherwise <laughs> yeah right um so that's the important background like th they're not really royalty um and she's america she's an american la actress she 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 never really had that royal you know that royal uh i want to say stock but that I, i'm not a big fan of that way of thinking about things um uh, because to be fair, you know, sh there's definitely some legit racism involved. Also, uh, people, you know, who, uh, I think did not like that Meghan Markle is is, uh, is partially uh, black. And I certainly am not going to give her any flack for that. But she it's more the problem is that she's a kind of American styled, um, you know, kind of clout chasing entertainment type of person. Like these are all of those things, Americanism entertainment industry those are all essentially vulgar uh, when it comes to you know the the kind of international hierarchy of of prestige and, and kind of the old world european aristocratic uh values so she was kind of anathema from the beginning even subtracting whatever kind of racism might have been uh at play and so she comes into the royal family and uh it it immediately i i I believe i, didn't, I don't pay close attention to this stuff but it immediately uh kind of became conflictual and they eventually ended up uh, kind of being disowned and also voluntarily kind of just exiting the whole the whole uh, royal game. And now, lo and behold, they're taking their show on the road and they're going to Oprah. So it's basically like the, when the when the British royal family were were skeptical of Meghan Markle, it was probably because like they feared that she would do shit like this, <laughs> you know. And so it's like, Absolutely. honestly, they're kind of just prove they're kind of th Harry and Meghan are kind of proving their critics right mm. by doing this kind of publicity stunt on oprah like th this is there's no real story here it's just kind of like oh people said things about my baby i felt sad even though i'm rich and famous and powerful and uh i felt i felt sad i, I you know she's kind of claiming uh suicidal thoughts and i'm not questioning you know I'll, I'll trust her testimony and i would make light of that um but there's no real story here other than like uh this is a psyop this is a this is an absolutely orchestrated manufactured media event that has no real content that none of us have any reason to be interested in. Mm -hmm. But therefore, why you, is this the most, the number one trending thing? Well, this is it. why you should be interested in this. Yeah. You should not be interested in any of the content, but you should be aware that this is basically a kind of psyop where what you have is, okay, here's a really interesting point for people to think about also, you know, just like I defected from academia, I had this cultural capital, right? I had a, I have a PhD. I was a professor that has a certain amount of status and prestige, right? What you do nowadays in today's, rapidly changing cultural economy you take cultural capital that you've built up from some sort of old world institution and then you basically spend it you burn it by defecting from the mainstream institution or the prestige institution and then you become like a totally independent brand slash content creator on the internet in a, in a way harry and megan are doing what i did towards academia but they're doing it to the royal family and now they're they're basically just basic content creators 
But what's lame about this uh, and, and kind of sad and pathetic about this is that whereas I set sail and I'm not really trafficking in any of the old stuff that I, you know, like I'm, I'm not like still talking about. Um, oh, I was like so harmed by academia. Like, no, now I'm just having fun. I'm making my own things. I'm, I'm thinking my own ideas, writing my own essays. And, and basically I'm, I've set sail. They haven't set sail. They're still stuck to the old world that they're trying to uh, traffic in basically. So this is just completely fabricated. This is like some executive at Spotify got together with some executive at CNBC. I think they sold this interview for like $7 million or something like that. Are you um, yeah. So this is literally just a profitable psyop for, uh, for, for this Was it an um, NFT? never do well kind of uh, disowned Royal, Royal, Royal couple. What was your question? Was it an, sold as an NFT? I would not be surprised if, you know, the, the bottom of the barrel for Henry and Megan is like they're going to be shilling NFTs yeah. uh, sometime <laughs> in the not too distant future. Yeah. So anyway, so don't be there, there's no story here. There's nothing interesting here. But that itself is the story that is, should actually be interesting to you. And that's interesting to me because you have to be able to decode these type of like fabricated media events. Mm -hmm. This is basically just um, American entertainment elites are basically stealing cultural value from the royal family brand basically wow and megan is is Whoa. is doing it like like megan kind of is like an american spy who yeah. infiltrated the british crown yeah and then basically uh, cashed out the the cultural capital of that prestige to basically become the famous personality that she always wanted to be when she was an la actress so, and it's succeeding. It's like, she's pulling it off and it's actually pretty impressive. When you see it from that perspective, if you see Meghan Markle as a media uh, entrepreneur, this is actually pretty interesting and impressive. Um, but um, don't, don't be fooled. There's no, there's no story here that I can tell anyway. I mean, unless I'm missing something, that's my immediate reaction to this. No, it's very apt. I believe it. Anything else on this or should we go to no, the next I topic? Don't think, I think it's, we've exhausted. All right. What's next? So what do we have next? So I guess, yeah, transitioning to the NFT craze, which I'm, it's, I still have no real idea what this whole NFT thing is. And it's more for just out of Okay, so you're, just at, like, so you're just asking, what is it? I'm asking you what it is. And then I, yeah, have, I guess some things I want to share on it, but yeah, it'd be good to have some background on like what this whole yeah, sure. phenomenon. Uh, so in a nutshell, if you've heard about the NFT craze, you, uh, I'm happy to give you the basic background on what it is. I've actually done podcasts in the past about this, like with my friend Kenny. And uh, I've talked about it in, in previous podcasts and I've talked about it in my newsletter recently because it is very interesting what's going on. So, But I'll break it down real quick. Basically, all it is that an NFT is a, a non-fungible token. That's what NFT refers to. And a non-fungible token is just a... It's basically just a digital signature that exists on a blockchain. Uh, most of them right now are on the Ethereum blockchain. Ethereum is like the second biggest uh, blockchain, second only to, to Bitcoin. And all it is is a digital signature. So what that means is it's a individual scarce item that exists on the blockchain. So once it's on the blockchain, it can't be manipulated. It can't be uh, changed in any way. And it also, and this is what's most important, it can't be duplicated. It's an it's a provably unique signature hmm. that exists on 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 the blockchain. So in this kind of extremely decentralized, tamper proof way, basically. Okay. And 
so why is that interesting or what's going on with it? Yeah. Basically, they are now being created and launched by artists, kind of like baseball cards. I think that's the easiest way to think about it. Like if you have a Mickey Mantle rookie card, it's worth a lot of money, right? Why is it worth a lot of money? Because it's rare, right? And if you can prove that you have the one true, unique, legit, um, or however many there are, uh, Mickey Mantle rookie card, you can sell that for a lot of money, right? So that's basically, that's the easiest metaphor for thinking about what an NFT is and why they're okay. worth money. So artists are basically uh, minting, is what it's called, creating or minting NFTs of artworks mm. and selling them on auctions uh, on various new platforms mm. that are arising to, to facilitate this. And there have been a few high profile cases of NFTs selling for a ton of money. Yes. So in some cases, they're legit artists who have been working on digital art on the internet for a long time and they've built massive communities of loyal fans who really appreciate and admire their 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 work so they launched their nfts and made a ton of money because they had you know real community behind it real value behind it and there was genuinely widespread interest in the the quality of that artist's work uh but once it once it, the word got out that uh people you know could launch an NFT. And in some cases, some of the, some of the early auctions did as much as like into the millions, like Beeple. Mm -hmm. Beeple is a good example of a guy who, um, you know, is a very legit artist, uh, very productive, very prolific, does digital art and has a massive loyal audience of people who love his artwork on the internet. And he launched an NFT at the early days of, of the, of the hype cycle and did into the millions for his NFT launch. And my hat's off to him. That's that's amazing and beautiful. And his his stock price as an artist is is now through the roof. Uh, but then what happens is the word gets out, and then like ev now everyone and their mom, including myself, is wants to play around with NFTs. And good does that devalue it? Well, it, uh, here I'll explain. So basically, it's just the proof of concept is there. People are making good money selling NFTs. So of course, anyone who creates any kind of art or does anything on the internet uh, wants to mint their own F NFTs and uh, kind of join in the party, right? So. Uh, I minted an NFT for the first time last week. I launched that in my newsletter. I bought an NFT uh, from Barrett, who uh, people who watch the podcast will, or listen to the podcast will, might remember from previous episodes. Uh, I bought his for uh, I bought I bought an I bought one of his NFTs for 150 bucks, about 140 bucks, and it was the podcast icon. It was the icon for his podcast that featured Ariel Pink, where Ariel Pink said he wanted Trump to fuck him in the <laughs> fuck him in the butt. And uh, it was just, it's a good episode, funny episode. And I wanted to own a little, a little, a little token of that episode in my own way. I, I own, I own that episode in a certain way. And uh, yeah, so th these are some examples, right? And I launched one. If you remember my, uh, if you're a real OG watcher of the channel or listener of the podcast, you, was that? I could probably pull this up. Um, you might remember I did, uh, when, when I was in England, I, I did a video of, it was, it was kind of obscure. I was in a grocery store and I was wearing a white wig, uh, kind of looked like Einstein. And I was like, I went to a grocery store and I was like, uh, asking people stuff about Nick land. <laughs> just, I was just fucking around. It was, a, this was at the time when I was really bored with academia and I was starting to kind of crack. This is when I, I basically was starting to use the internet just as a way to kind of, you know, find some freedom and fun and, and fuck around. Cause I was really bored with my academic lifestyle. And, uh, so I was just playing, I was just playing around, but, uh, People who people who are longtime fans of mine, it's kind of like a cult classic, I guess, in my in my fandom. So I minted a little NFT of uh, just one like an eight second clip from that video, and I put that up for auction. 
I think the latest bid is to about 250 bucks. Really? Um, but you can leave the bid up for as long as you want. So um, I'm waiting to see if other people bid. Um, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, the, to, to carry on, this isn't to talk about myself so much, but Ben was asking what NFTs are. So um, there's basically this craze right now where um, everyone and their mother is like trying to mint anything to hopefully make money. So it's, it's definitely in a bubble. Uh, but, but there are a lot of celebrities out there now doing it. That's where I kind of heard. Yeah. Like, because basically if you have an audience, you can mint anything and yeah. get someone to buy it basically. Um, cool. so look, you, the question is, you know, where's this going? Yeah. Is it going to last? Uh, my take on this is that basically, I mean, I do think that NFTs are super important and they're super cool. Uh, I think this is a brilliant arrival on the scene of a new technology that I think that I do think this is a game changer. I do think that this is going to, in the long run, I would say revolutionize is probably not too strong a word. It, it will revolutionize the, the art industry. Mm -hmm. Um, but we are undoubtedly right now going through a hype cycle, no doubt where there's uh, a sudden explosion of mm. supply and a lot of it is just utter shit. So go to the one that we, we yes. were talking about before we, we started this. The utter shit one? Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to talk too much shit. I don't know too much <laughs> about the artist or whatever, but like oh, you can find some really ridiculous and funny examples of of like pretty lame things that are going for insane amounts of money. So here we're looking at uh, an NFT. Nyan cat. This NFT. <clears throat> all right. Have a look at it. It's a cat with a, a pop tart, right? It's a pop tart. It's cat. I don't even know is what that, that is, but it's got it's got vomit. a it's got a rainbow coming out of its ass. Yes. Basically, we're looking at a pop tart cat with rainbow coming out of its ass, and this nice little image sold for about six hundred thousand dollars. Three hundred et. What does eth stand for? Uh, eth is it, that refers to ether. ether. Ether is the cryptocurrency oh, associated Ethereum. with the Ethereum okay. blockchain. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so $600, um, for this yeah, I'm not a huge shit. fan of this work of art. I mean, look, maybe if maybe the artist is someone who's really interesting and significant who I'm undervaluing. Uh, so apologies if so. But uh, yeah, this I would say is indication that the there is a bit of a bubble. I'd buy it. Yeah, it's I, a gif. Gif. It's it, a, yeah. OK, sure. That that does not increase its value in my mind too much. So yeah, psychedelic image. There's a bit of a hype, and so what I think is going to happen basically is this hype will die down. Uh, some of the valuations will go down. So like People, that, like I doubt that this is going to be worth six hundred thousand dollars on the open market in six months. I, I suspect it will be down. People in uh, the chat are saying it's like really significant. Okay, like a really significant meme. It's almost up there with like Pepe the Frog and all. I yeah, I had no idea. I guess yeah, we're being accused of being like normies. I guess for not knowing the significance. Of okay, that. maybe I'm a normie and this yeah. is super cool. Same. I, I don't know. Mike, I mean, one question, I would, have, cool. one I, question would have, I would have. One question I would have though is, did the actual original creator of the meme mint this NFT himself or herself, or is it someone else minted a famous meme and they're cashing in on it? Because that's that's really uninteresting to me. Like I think. Yeah. If the person who first originally created this meme minted it now and made a ton of money, that's cool. Yes. But if it's not that, then it's, you know, coattail riding basically. Yeah. Uh, to Because the people are doing that. People are minting other people's content. That's fine. And up. then trying to make money off of it. Yeah. I mean, it's you could say it's fucked up. You could also make a, 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 a kind of anarchist case <laughs> that information wants to be free and everything is remixable. 
But uh, what are people making funny comments? What do you got? I guess. Not are we really do are we getting funny. super chats by the way? All no. Oh yeah, we got one. Sorry, I skipped over that. All super chats will go to Ben. Yeah. Ben needs money, so and I'm not paying him as much as yeah, right. I'd like to. So all super chats it's go to Ben starving. if you want him to get his attendees. Uh, What's what is the what is the question? Fish sticks, not attendees. I'm a pescatarian. Um, question. Oh yeah, it actually wasn't a question. It was just a comment uh, from Mateo. Fifteen dollars. Thank you so much. Uh, sons and gorillas he exclaims in all okay. caps sons and gorillas yeah thank you i agree thank you I support this um all right yeah so maybe there's some background behind this nft that makes it cooler than i understand but uh from an aesthetic standpoint i'm not i'm not particularly impressed i mean it's cute i think it's, it's kind of cute yeah. pop tart cat i don't know yeah i wonder what this is this but is it six hundred thousand dollars cute oh, wow. i mean my nft on Zora.co is currently the maximum bid is 250 bucks. So I would like to think that. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. What? We're getting some live updates here. We're, uh, I have a request from our mutual friend, Paul Town, to check out his NFT. Uh, so if you want to. I think we might have to charge people for that kind oh, of wanna... sponsorship. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't sorry, know Paul. Paul Town. Yeah, sorry, Paul Town. Well, you already got it. You already got it. He already got the shout out. You said it. So. Go, yeah, you, people yeah, can check out it. people can check out Paul Towns NFT, but Ben, I'm not sure that we should be so easy. Oh, I'm not sure sorry. we should be so slutty. A, yeah, I'm a total slut. I'm a horror. I'm not sure that pe random people yeah, on the man, internet, fuck. even though you know Paul Town is a friend of the show, I'm not. I'm not sure that people should be able to yeah, just text us and instantly, immediately, <laughs> get an advertisement for whatever they're shilling. I don't know about that. Yeah. We might have to think about that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right, go Good check out Paul Town, everyone. He's got NFTs. Everyone's got NFTs for sale. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone and their I'm mother. I'm intrigued now. I would like to make one. My mother literally has an NFT. No, I'm just kidding. That but uh, pretty based. So NFTs based or cringe? In general, NFTs are definitely based. It's going to revolutionize the art world. Because look, here's the thing. The art world is so disgustingly dumb and fucked up. It's, comple it's completely broken. In, in music... In, in painting, you name it, across the board, the whole system is, and everyone knows it, everyone even inside the system knows, it's extremely inefficient <laughs> and arbitrarily uh, kind of uh, policed, right? Like if you think about, if you think about the fine art market, for instance, right? Like paintings at Sotheby's and stuff like that, <clears throat> it's basically a very, very small number of people in a back room who decide this artwork is going to be important. And we're going to put it on Sotheby's. We're going to tell the collectors. We're going to uh, basically just decide that this is worth a lot. And guess what? It's not easy to get your painting if you're a painter or you're an artist of any kind it's, or a sculptor. It's not easy to get your work into Sotheby's or Christie's or one of these big auction houses. Okay, so it's extremely – it's not just unfair or unjust. I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm like crying out of moralism. It's more just really, really constrained and inefficient, like the – potential amount of artistic value creation that could be feasible in the world is just ridiculously limited due to the, the old high friction and arbitrary constraints of the art world. So uh, in music, it's even more, it's even more not notorious, right? If you're um, a rapper or a musician or something like that, and you're really talented and you're growing in, in, in uh, clout and, mm -hmm. and fame, you might sign a deal with a record label 
And you only ever will see a very small fraction yeah. of that. It's notorious. It's again, it's notorious. It's like Kanye West has yeah. been uh, talking about this. And uh, this is going to solve all of those problems, basically. This technology solves all of those problems because it basically takes the logic of baseball cards. You know, some people say like, oh, aren't these all of these NFTs just going to go to zero? I think, no, they're not going to go to a value of zero because, at, I mean, baseball cards, collector's items, mm -hmm. that's that's a sustainable, well-understood type of market, right? Um, Pokemon, Pokemon. Yeah, th cards. these types of like collector's items retain value for long periods of time. And we've had that type of market for a long period of time. All this is is digitizing the logic of collector's items and allowing this to now fully penetrate the world of artistic creation and in music, in visual art, and and, and in writing too, I expect. So it's collecting for uh, elitist nerds, as my friend Neil puts it. No, I, I don't even think it's for elitist nerds yeah. anymore. I think the, the, the seal has been broken. This is, ma this is mainstream now. It's not hard to mint an NFT. And uh, so I think this is in general a really good moment. This is really cool. This is a revolutionary technology that will have significantly liberating effects on art as we know it. It will be redistributive, uh, and it, it this will this will attack the current foundations of power in the art world. Now, here's the thing, folks: that power is going to re-aggregate in a way. It's just going to do it now in this hyper-fragmented way, right? So you mm. are, you already see it, right? The biggest NFT launches, the launches that make the most, the NFTs that make the most money are on these particular platforms that centralize and aggregate demand and supply. They do drops, right? Where Drop. they're basically, the NFT world is already starting to replicate the logic of Christie's and Sotheby's to some degree, but at least different forms. So what you're going to, what I would expect to see in the long run is you're going to have basically Christie's and Sotheby's, but you're going to have thousands of them. And they're going to be organized around particular communities where, where those communities have different personality types, different interests, mm. different values. So you're still going to have power imbalances. You're still going to see power laws in the distribution of, you know, when you look at what NFTs sell for, it's still going to be this exponential curve. So there's still going to be extreme inequality, no doubt. This is not some kind of democratic utopian innovation. But at the very least, it's going to be instead of one big pyramid like this where there's a very small number of people at the top, there's going to be like a thousand little pyramids, which will be equally, which will also be, you know, uh, unequal, unequal power distributions, but at least there are many unequal power distributions and people are going to have new opportunities to, to choose the game that they play in mm -hmm. and to potentially start your own game, build your own community around yourself. If you're very unique and you don't fit into any other, um, prestige pyramid. That's so, cool. yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's how I see it. So very, it's a very good thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's very cool. I agree. But there's a ton of hype and a lot of idiots sure. and fakers pouring into the market. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll have to do more research on this one. Maybe maybe I'm being unfair. Maybe no. it's maybe it's more genius work of art than oh the I. nis neon. Yeah, what, what do we got? Uh, so we have two super chats. Uh, twenty twenty is a lame year. Just gave five dollars. Thank you so much. It's extremely generous. Ben, you thank them way too much for like very small donations. Five dollars can get you a lot of uh, fish. No, it's good to say thank you, but don't I'm be like thank you so much. I, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, if they give you only five bucks, you should yeah. say thanks. That's yeah. very gracious. Yeah. But right. what do I don't, say? Justin? What do I say? Only say only be okay. that emphatic if they give yes. you like fifty bucks okay. or a hundred bucks. Then you can oh, wow. be like thank right. you so much. Okay. What do I say at five dollars? Just basic thanks. A quick thanks. Okay. Just thanks. Yeah. Okay, so Kenneth Leon, uh, Lyon 
five dollars. Thanks. What if someone minted screenshots of other people's Instagram posts of their Women's Day proclamations? Is that based or cringe? Hmm. To take screenshots of other people's Women's Day posts. I'm afraid that's cringe because here's the here's what I would say. If you're looking for some feedback on what makes a legitimate NFT that's worth minting versus one that's not is this. Is there serious work behind it that's taken you time that represents something you really believe in that you've really worked hard on that you value? Is the token genuinely a reflection of that in that case? Sure, why not? Mint it and believe in yourself and 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 decide that you want to invest some value into this and see what the world thinks and then you can build up a little portfolio of nfts that you've minted that represent what you think is most valuable and meaningful about the work that you've really done in the world whether that be artistic or you know whether that be i mean visual or or writing or whatnot so yeah by all means i i think i think it's cool to to get involved in this technology, get your feet wet, start playing with it. Like that's why I minted an NFT myself. I mostly just wanted to kind of go through the whole process, see what it was like. Uh, of course I was kind of curious, like, oh man, what could this make a bit of money? <laughs> um, but I mostly just wanted to try it. And I have this archive of work that I've done in the past through my, you know, through the past several years on the internet. And, uh, I went looking for like some moment that was meaningful to me and that, that maybe could be a kind of cool little collector's item for, for the small number of people out in the world who even know what it means. Right. So in that case, yes. But if it's just a kind of opportunistic idea that pops into your head, like, Oh, here's a clever concept. I could like take this screenshot or do this quick, easy thing. And it's kind of clever. And so I'll make it as an NFT. I would not do that. That's a waste of time. That's it's a waste of also the, the, the fees are very high right now because many people are doing this. Oh, really? What is it? It's hard to explain. I won't get into the technical details of it, but it's basically on, on Ethereum. There are what are called gas fees. So to make transactions, you have to pay what's called gas. And yes. that's <laughs> uh, sorry. yeah. Uh, and there is just very high right now. So so no, I, w I would not encourage it. Look, I would not encourage I would not encourage anyone to just like go start minting NFTs. Um, certainly not on any promise of like getting rich or something like that. Cause if you don't have an audience and you're not doing meaningful work, you're just going to be in this vast sea of other people minting meaningless NFTs and uh, nothing will come of it. Mm. But if you have work that is valuable to you, that you believe in that uh, is that, that, especially if you believe that you're doing real work, that's meaningful and valuable <laughs> and you're confident that you're going to be doing it into the future, then minting NFTs. Now, even if you have a relatively small audience that is not necessarily a bad move because you could have this, you could build up a portfolio of, of, of saleable digital items that maybe in the future will be worth more. Right. So, um, yeah, I would not do it if it was cheap and quick and opportunistic because you know, that's not worth much. Mm. Cool. All right. We have a super chat from J school account, $5. Thanks. Burtis Barvin or Nerdis Narvin. Think about it. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Really, really interesting comment. Thanks for that. What else we got? No more super chats, but we could move on to the. Uh, All right. Yep. We'll see if more come in. Here we go. Do you want to lead into this one, or do you want to surprise? No, you give it? the lead in. Oh, well, yeah. This was just scrolling the the news of the day. Um, we stumbled upon um, who is it? Papa John, I guess. I'm not really sure who this. Oh yeah, this Papa man John. Is. His name is John Shatner, I think. Shatner, really? Yeah. Why are you so surprised by that? Uh, any real? I mean, he. Oh my God, he kind of does look like William Shatner, does he? Do you know if there's any? I actually link, have no clue. Relation. Wow, that makes so much sense. 
don't get too excited because it might oh, not be connected. Sorry. And okay. then um, <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he's. Um, I guess there was a controversy with him, like dropping the N bomb, like a couple years ago or something. Um, and I guess he's been in like re-education mode, like anti-racist uh, re-education, and it's taken him. Oh well, if yeah, I right, spoil let's, it, let's... here here we go. And I want to see your reaction to this. I think it'll be cool. Um, hopefully, the audio sounds good for everyone. Take me back to a few years ago when you start to see these headlines coming out and smearing your good name. How did you feel at the time when you were seeing these headlines? Um, state of shock. Um, unbelievable. Um, I couldn't understand it. I, I mean, again, you have a public board that paints its chairman uh, complicit, passive or active. They paint the founder as a racist. They know he's not a racist. It's just unbelievable. And I used to lay in bed just going, how did they do this? And we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this uh, N-word uh, in my uh, vocabulary and dictionary <laughs> and everything else uh, because it's just not true. Figure out how they did this and get on with my life. If Papa John's would just say, hey, we got in a hurry. We didn't follow proper. Take me back to a. All right. All right. Um. I'm kind of curious why it would take 20 months. Yeah, but that's just to 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 stop saying a word that you don't want to say anymore. I feel like if there was a word that I said all the time and I decided I didn't want to say it anymore, I could do it in six weeks max. Really? What? Well, yeah, I think so. You think you can eliminate based from your easy vocabulary? in six weeks? Easy. Yeah. If I wanted to. So what this sounds like to me is that if it takes him 20 months to get this out of his vocabulary, he must have been saying it all the time. <laughs> he, he must have been saying yeah, it yeah. every day, yeah. like three times a day. <laughs> because it must have been so it must have been such a deep part of his lifestyle to say the N word. Twenty months. That um if I mean if twenty months is what it takes, that's like that's like it's like eliminating like from my vocabulary. Which I <laughs> yeah, like, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he just says it every other word. It's like forgetting how to ride a bike. Yeah, it's like <laughs> unlearning how to ride a bike. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, I applaud. I applaud his his commitment to to this re-education camp that he has uh, signed on to. Of course, another possibility that is that this is just PR, and that actually he's still saying it all the time. Do you remember what happened? Like, did he actually say it in, oh, like, in his private life? Let, or, let me look. Yeah. You're not going to. I mean, you could try if you want. But, word. Um, yeah, I mean, I might, if I'm listening to rap music and I'm home alone, I might kind of say it a little bit. Okay. John maintains that the audio of him using the N-word in the audio released in 2018 was taken out of context. and So I guess there was an audio. Okay. So okay. what was the real context that he says he, that makes sense out of it? N-word audio. I mean, I do think, look, I do. I will say this. I think that if you're behind closed doors and you're having an intelligent, mature conversation about language and politics and race, <laughs> then it's not, it's not unreasonable and it's not evil to simply say the word. Sorry. If you're referring to it for analytical purposes, like you can say the word, I mean. Um, I don't say it on YouTube and in public cause I'm not, uh, cause it is a, it is a button pushing kind of thing and I don't want to, I have no interest in 
in upsetting anyone. So. Oh, it looks like you said it during a meeting, I guess, in a conference call. Sorry. But why did he yeah, say it? And what were you laughing at? What did you find that? Was oh, just uh, I was listening to a clip on YouTube and the guy just the announcer saying the N word was funny to me. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if he was just saying it because he was referring to the word or talking about, you know, analyzing language or something like that, then that I think is I'm fair sure play. I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah, I'm sure he was. If he was analyzing. like referring, if he was like, obviously, if he was referring negatively to some black person, that's bad. I wouldn't. Uh, that he probably should get canceled for that frankly yeah but 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 i guess the only other exception would be <laughs> if he's got a black friend who's cool with him using it <laughs> and he like calls him yo ma you know oh. like if he's got friends if it all depends on the black friend if the black yeah. friend is cool with it and it's behind closed doors then no one's being hurt there there are look. There are. Oh people. wait! Now it's saying he used it during a exchange with a, a laundry service. Oh, he's, he was like talking. To yeah, him. he was on a phone call with a laundry service and dropped the N word. He did he call the other person <laughs> on Maybe the other? He was discussing the complexities and subtleties of language. And, uh, I don't know. Hmm. Well, well, yeah. There's all these different. Okay, so agency. Papa John's founder says ad agency pressured him into it. Uh, cool. All right. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. What's important is it took him 20 months. Yeah, that's a... How a, many years is that? 20 months? Yeah, that's like a year. Almost two. Almost two. Right? Wow. Yeah, I mean, who counts in terms of months anyway? Like, don't you... Don't you a racist. Wouldn't you say like two years? Why would you say... Yeah, I know. The, fa the fact that he said 20 months makes me think that there is some re-education. Yes, uh, yes. Like Czar, who, yes. has, who has appointed him. For the camps. You will practice this, this and that for... Maybe it's like 20 months or maybe it's like 23 months and he's like counting down the last few months. You know, do we have other super chats that looks like? Yes, we do. Uh, so, okay, we got that one. Uh, this is from Vincent Martin at $2. Thanks. Does NFT kill memes? Back to NFT discussion. Mm. No, I don't think NFT kills memes at all. And, and, in some ways, it might incentivize better meme production, more widespread meme production. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because if you, you know, back in the day, like three years ago or whatever, if you made an if you made a meme and it went mega viral, you had no way of really getting any type of monetary compensation for that value that you created. That gave you could create a meme three years ago that gave millions of people a nice jolt of pleasure and you got absolutely nothing for that. But now if you make a meme and it goes viral, you could mint it. You could immediately mint it as an, as an NFT and maybe that's worth something. You know what I mean? Yes. So no, I don't think NFTs mint, uh, kill memes. If anything, they will supplement and provide a more equitable and, and efficient market for, for the creation of memetic value. I, I would think. What are you looking up? Oh, nothing. Um, okay, we have another super chat from Fred Northrup. $5. Thanks. What's the best way to pick up quirked up short show tees during the day? Not in a bar. What is the best way to pick up quirked up shoddies he, yeah, he during the day, but not at the bar? Oh, no, he's, okay, sorry. Yeah, shoddies. So he's pronouncing it that way. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, sorry. During the day, but not at a bar. Yeah. Um, probably you have to go to the places that quirked up shoddies hang out at. 
Uh, coffee shops would be one. Mm. Bookstores would be another. Mm. Maybe the mall. Really? People still go to the mall? Oh, I miss no, the yeah, mall. you're right. No one really goes to the mall anymore. The but awesome. but the people who do are probably quirked up. Yeah, no, for sure. Honestly, the one of the best ways to get quirked up shoddies is to come on my podcast. That's true. <laughs> Ben's already got a quirked up shoddy. Yes. Uh, Barrett, well, Barrett had his quirked up shoddy before he came on my podcast. But my point is, the circles I move in apparently have a lot of quirked up shoddies. So, yeah, if you ever write a really good blog post or if you create something meaningful on the internet that my audience might be interested in hit me up let me know if i think it's cool i'll have you on the podcast and i'll let you i'll let you you know let i'll let you put out an advertisement to the quirked up shoddies i mean i there's an ongoing advertisement uh for quirked up shoddies who want to dm ben uh, i think he's talking to someone now but yes, uh, I, yeah he's, he's kind of he's, he's kind of talking to someone but kind i don't <laughs> i don't know if they're i don't think they're exclusive yet or i don't know uh, i don't none of my yes. business but yeah, no, you're ex- yeah, yes, we are. I you're exclusive. Yes. Wow. At the moment, yeah. with a, yeah, I'm hopeful. Wow, interesting. Yes. Do you want to share more details, or should, do you want not want to talk about this here? Uh, maybe I'll save it for a later time because I, you know, I'm not prepared in my thoughts. Uh, I don't want to divulge too many things. Is she going to come on the show? Yes. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's visiting here, yes. right? See, Ben Ben found a quirked up shoddy by being on my podcast. So if he can, you know, of course. Yeah. You have to be as good looking and as smart as Ben is, but, uh, you know, and that's a high bar, but you know, you might have a chance too. too kind. Okay. What else we got? Anyway, um, we have a $3 and 33 cent super chat from Dionia seven. All right. Thank you. That's a cool number. Did it say anything? No. Oh, all right. Thank you. Number. Cool. Yeah. Appreciate that. What else we got on the agenda of content? Um, oh yeah, the Twitter purge. Oh, that there's been a big, big Twitter yeah. purge. A lot of Crazy. a lot of fallen soldiers. Many people have disappeared off Twitter. People in in my universe. People, some of whom I know, some of whom, many of whom I don't know, but they're kind of a lot of people roughly in my in my overlapping circles. Like Eggy, for instance, if you remember Eggy, uh, previous episode, previous yeah. guest on the Tragic. podcast a few episodes back. It's actually a really good interview. He's he's an interesting dude. Eggy has been purged yeah, from Twitter. Right. So I wanted to use my platform on YouTube to give a shout out to some of the to some of the fallen soldiers. Yes. Um, I asked my followers for um, some names of fallen soldiers. Now I don't know all these people, so I yeah, cannot vouch for any of these people. Well, I know some of them, but I can't vouch all of them. Um, so I'll, I'm gonna give some shout outs to some fallen soldiers. But if if one or two of them are like you know evil racist or something like that i don't know i'm not like endorsing everyone because i don't know but uh <laughs> yeah let's see okay so we on the short list here we have eggy shit biscuit apple dog lives pp splash the one the only one there that i kn- i remember personally is real xi jinping i used to talk with that person oh so, yeah real so xi- shout out to real xi jinping yeah poor guy Let's see. Um, I'm going to share this screen and we can just scroll through. Yeah, Egg White. Um, Mystery Grove, not familiar. Um, shit. Business. Wigger. That's a, Wigger. I mean, y- you got to give it to them. That's a badass handle. Wait, they're there. No, they're saying that they oh, lost had followers. Lost over, yeah, one million. Man, this guy Wigger, Wigger wow. must have been exclusively following all the, the most edgelord, edgelords. Imagine having a million followers. Now you only have 33,000. All of your <laughs> clout just dissipated because you built your audience out of edgelords. Yeah. That sucks. 
That's really sad. Um, Schizo Energy, great guy. Uh, Adam Lehrer. Lehrer. Oh, I know him. Or I, talk, I talked with him briefly. I remember talking with him. Adam Lehrer. Shout out to Adam Lehrer. You're fallen, but you're not forgotten. Yes. Real old Paul town. No, he wasn't. Man, Paul just Paul just wants to get his name on my show as much <laughs> you as gotta possible. You got to have him on. I will out? have Paul yeah. Town on. We're, we'll get we'll get it set up. You guys are doing math, right? Maybe. Okay. Um, is that it? I thought there were more. PP splash. PP splash. PP splash is a real thing. That's a real problem too. Yeah. Oh. It like comes up six <laughs> yeah, feet six feet high sometimes. Yeah, that's awful. I don't like it. Good Twitter name. So yeah, we just wanted to give a shout out to the fallen soldiers. But do people have any other questions, comments? Uh, you like can text me if you want to give me content for future shows. Text uh, Ben, you can pull up that number. Yep. Um, what I would love from you, if you would be so kind, is if during the week you find some content, some kind of video, some meme, or some essay or something that you would love my reaction to. Oh, wow. Please text it to me. Is that real? And then you'll have me in your phone and we can, you know, we can be, we can be, we can be BFFs if you want to. We can text here and there, you know. Oh. When you when you have your first child, you can send me you can send me a picture when it's my birthday. I'll tell you it's my birthday, and uh, I'll wish you a Merry Christmas. These kinds of things. So, oh, text me text me stuff to react to. Mostly funny stuff. I, like I see in the chat here, Philip Daniel asks, "Why am I not reacting to his?" Um, unless I'm mistaken, Philip, I like you. I like you, man. You're a genius musical composer. Um, but your, your very thoughtful compositions just don't make for good reaction content. So ideally people should send me things that are going to make for good content basically. So that's something, some, something that's really funny, something that's really weird, something that's, uh, maybe an essay or a blog post or a book or something that's really, really, um, you know, in, in more intellectually engaging in a way that I can relate to. Like I, cause I don't, I don't, I'm not a music head, you know, I can't really comment on music very well it's not my it's not my niche you know it's not my my strong suit so yeah people should text me oh content. i have a good music reaction. or folks just also just text me to say hi like i just want to have you on my phone so i can uh yeah build up a little like personal relationship with people so um but but text the word react so i know it's you coming from here what else you got um i was oh okay we uh have whoa ten dollars uh, super chat from Idiot Tech, one of my good friends. Um, thank you. Any upcoming guests? Yeah, we got some upcoming guests. We're going to do a podcast soon with Samo Berja. I don't know if you all know him. He's a super smart dude, really interesting guy. He's very independent intellectual. He's He does serious, long-form, uh, you know, research-driven uh, political theory writing. That's how I would describe it. And I think he does consulting. And he's he's broadly in the, the Palladium crew or that that circle let's say i don't think he's officially but broadly in that in that circle socially and really smart dude i'm looking forward to talking with him i'm going to get him on uh jeffrey schollenberger who's going to do a course on renee gerard in my course catalog in my little system i'm building at indiethinkers.org uh his gerard course is his course on renee gerard is going to be in june it's going to start in june so i'm going to have him on the podcast to introduce him to my audience and uh do some have some discussions about renee gerard and uh yeah we got a few other people coming up but they escaped me so yeah you got a you got a meme here ben what do you got oh yeah i just had a i mean since you mentioned music reactions um i thought i could pull up a good one for you but we don't need to do that we could save it for another time but uh 
I know you say you're not a big music guy, but I mean, if you think I if you think I'd have any reaction, I'm happy I think to. So. I think you could have right, some good commentary it. on this. It seems pretty relevant to. Let's do it. And if anyone wants to squeeze in any other super chats, so Ben can eat tonight, yes. uh, feel free to do that. But if Get not, then this will be the last thing. All right, there we go. Um, if I can fucking do this, sorry. Here we go. Copying the Young Shelton. Hey, no, 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 oh. no! Don't spoil. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I guess I have to do it this way. Shit. All right. Sorry, everyone. Very That's all right. Okay. All right. I think it's going to play an ad. No, it's not. Okay. Are you ready? All right. Let's listen. Let me take off the banner. You ready for this? Are you really ready? Okay. And. Popping bottles. We just popping bottles. Go, go. Popping bottles. We just popping bottles. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Popping bottles. We just popping bottles. Yeah, yeah. Popping bottles. We just popping bottles. Go, go. Popping bottles. Every day sipping lean. Every day getting money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Popping, popping bottles. Multi models. Yeah. Living life lavish. Getting money. Count cabbage. Day and night. Young Shelton Paco. Good name. Popping bottles. Popping bottles. It's a good beat. Yeah, it's a simple song, but simple can be good. I think so. Honestly, I kind of like. Know. I kind of like the song. Me too. I think it's brilliant. The the really video is something else. Yeah, it's um, pretty quirked up. I thought definitely pretty quirked up. I wonder how you get a a girl to be in your rap video and shake her in her booty like that. Do you just literally kind of ask your friends like, are someone willing to volunteer? Mm. Do you have? To, I guess you have to pay them. Yeah, but it's kind of like low level sex work because you're. Oh you, yeah, you're like. Can I give you a hundred bucks to twerk and let me touch your ass <laughs> and let my friends stand under you and rap while you're twerking? I wonder how much you have to pay for that. Not that I would ever consider it. I'm yeah. a married man. I'm not, I'm not looking for any women to twerk on my live stream to be perfectly clear. Okay. We have another uh, super chat uh, from Leto Babble, $10. Bust out the charts and do some ta. What is ta? T-A. Do some ta. What is that? Ta. Bust out the charts. Bust out the charts and do some ta. No clue what that means. Ta. Isn't that like cheers? Kind of like in England and so. Oh yeah, it's ta. a greeting in England, yeah. but that doesn't make sense in that context. Okay. So I have no Sorry. idea what they're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Next but time. Thank you, you for the money. You might have to articulate yourself better next time. I don't know how to respond to that. Anything else we got? Uh, no money questions, but I think there's a lot of good questions and comments. All right, um, if there's one you want to take, let's see. Let's let's do a good one. Uh, Popping bottles. Oh, Ta is a Pop technical analyst for crypto stocks. Pop bottles. Pop. Will bottles. you answer this? Will you re-answer this? Oh yeah, technical analysis. Right. Um, I don't under. I don't know that stuff. I mean, I understand basic finance, but I'm. I don't. I don't know how to do technical analysis. Maybe Jacob can do it when I bring him on next. Oh yeah, that would be cool. We'll get we'll get my friend day tra day trader Jacob Shit. to come back on the pod and talk some technical technical analysis. That'd be cool. I mean, maybe I could learn it and then I could become like a I could I could join 
you know, day trader, finance punk, YouTube. Oh, yeah. YouTube. That's where it's at, man. Yeah. Anything else? Um, are you still doing chat for God? Are you still doing chat for God? Yes, I am still doing the podcast chat for God. I'm doing it with my friend Marin Nelson, and we are we are talking with great care and attention right now about the future of it. We're we're strategizing and we're planning and we're thinking about rebranding it in a certain way and reinvesting in it. But we both are we have been doing it. We like it and we're going to keep it going. We believe is the game plan. But uh, we're just thinking about how to grow it and how to take it more seriously and, and where we want the, the future direction to go. So yeah, stay tuned for that. All right, Ben. Can you bring up my uh, bring yes. up bring up the phone number one more time? And people just subscribe. Can people call it right now. Yeah, people can text me right now. And like Ben and I are gonna go for tacos now. And if you text me, I'll like literally be texting with you. Uh, so just text me uh, if you want to get in touch, and you can contribute stuff for me to react to. But also if you know, if you just want to tell me something, whatever. Um, Would you send someone for content? What's that? Sext. No sexting. Okay. No sexting. Arya's going to be pissed at oh, me for even Sorry. mentioning <laughs> for even mentioning yeah. that. Um, subscribe. Please subscribe to the channel if you're if you're watching on YouTube and um, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, you should do that so you can get this on your phone and you can get it later when it goes to the podcast feed and audio only. Yeah. Great. Thanks everyone. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. I should read the number. Go ahead, Ben. Can you read yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, text, three, text me at three zero three five two nine two zero forty seven. All right. Oh, yeah, someone did raise the issue um, that, like, out of United States, like, people in different countries will probably have trouble texting. So yeah, it is kind of say, a, like a WhatsApp or like another. Yeah, it is. Phone. It is limited to, I believe, U.S., Canada, and like Puerto Rico. There's got to be workarounds for that. Uh, though, right? Yeah, there probably like, are workarounds probably, for that. Yeah. But m- most of the people in my audience are American, so yeah. I don't see myself really uh, figuring America. that out realistically anytime too soon. But uh, we'll see. I'll look into yeah. it. If you have any, if you have any tips on how to how I could do that efficiently, I would I would look into it. Cool. But thank you to my out of country fans and 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 brothers and sisters. I appreciate that. So all right, folks. Thanks for your contributions. Yeah, we'll be back on here in, in a week or so. And uh, yeah, oh, I thought stay we were tuned. Doing one later this week. Uh, we might even be doing more. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to set expectations. Oh, sure. Lower, you know, we can wow them with more content, true. but uh, That's true. never quite sh- sure. My wife is out of town for the week, so uh, we might be doing a little bit extra this week is the game plan, but we're not sure yet. So stay tuned. Yes. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Over and out. Great. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, you should send it to a friend. Just email it to them or post it on your social networks, whatever. And to learn more about what we discussed in this podcast or to send me questions to address in future episodes, please just go to otherlife.co and you'll find everything there. There's actually a ton of cool stuff on there, so check it out if you haven't already. Thanks again, folks. I'll see you here next time.